This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. What I forgot to mention is that we're live from the Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. I'm Ben. I'm Ashley. Ashley, welcome to Vegas. Where were you? You weren't responding to texts for like 45 minutes. Oh, well, sometimes I disappear. Sometimes I get distracted. You know what happened? Ashley, I had this weird thing where we have work to do. We have a podcast to create and make, and I was excited to talk to you. But I got really anxious on the plane. Sometimes when I get overstimulated, I get excited and anxious. Mm-hmm. And so I found myself getting like really anxious because I knew I was going to see all my friends. And I knew I was going to be... Well, I've been working for three weeks straight. Um, I've, I worked Grand Doozy this last weekend for Generous. Um, I was in Lexington, Kentucky the week before when we did the podcast. And so for the first time in a while, in a while I've had some time off. And that's this weekend. And so I found myself... So I was in my room anyways with... Uh, a couple of the guys are going to be down here, and a couple of these guys are going to be on the podcast. Blake Hortzman, Nick Vile, Jared Havon, Wells Adams. All of them are going to be here. Dean Ungler was in the room. And so we're just celebrating, having a great time, talking life, missing your text. I'm sorry. Aw. Well, uh, that's cute. That's very sweet. And yeah. I like the, like, you getting anxious for that is, like, just something that, as an adult, you don't really experience very often. Yeah. The, the issue, Ash, is... Maybe this isn't an issue. Is anybody out there listening? Please email us at uh, Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. I uh, I get it, when I, when like something like this happens, I get really excited, and then I do get anxious, <laughs> and I don't know how to control my excitement. Like I start like I just want to have a good time. Like I just want to have a lot of fun, and I and I don't know how to have a, I, like I want to start having fun now, and I don't know how to start having fun now, and so I just like end up pacing. I wonder when the last time in my life that was that I felt something like. Am that. I weird? No. Not at all. A little bit? No, no. I, I actually envy you because okay. I used to be more like that. But as I get older, it's less and less. Maybe I was really excited to go down to Mexico um, okay. when Jared and I ended up getting engaged. But I just thought we were going to go down to paradise and yeah. see our friends there and to relive that a bit. So I think that was the last time I got hyped like that. I, I just, I don't know. These are good people. This is a good group we have in, really in Vegas group. this time. Um just not even like good people because like what does that mean who knows i mean that's a, a very objective term just like fun people people that i've shared good memories with in life before you know i have you down here and you're extremely special to me i have jared who you know hopefully later when he comes on the podcast we can talk about how special he is to me because nick nick and i have done a, a ton together dean who's been to honduras with me a place that means a, a ton and blake who who lives in denver who i've gotten to know better um, and uh, and I think it's a great asset to the Bachelor franchise. Uh, and then Wells. I mean, Wells, Adams, and I had maybe the most memorable night I've had in years where uh, I was in Nashville, Tennessee. He invited me to stay with him. I sat on his couch. Uh, we drank bourbon and listened to old records and Jason Isabel. That's interesting. That's what he does on dates. Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. And talk life and shared and just like, I don't know. So anyways, this was an exciting group for me. I'm pumped to be here. We have all these people and more coming on the podcast today. Ashley. Yes, Ben. Vegas is going to be crazy. Yeah, you you are somebody who like once you hit Vegas, you actually get that mindset of mm. what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Like you get a little crunk. I do. Oh, the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I'll have a good time. <laughs> I'll be blackjacking. I'll be I'll be a smoking a cigar. I'll yeah. be listening to music. I'm going to have a great time. You know why, though? There's why? a reason why. Um, one of my role models in life was Anthony Bourdain. Uh-huh. I love Anthony Bourdain um, because he loved people really well. He loved food, and he loved moments and memories really well. 
Uh, and so I, I, I dream of creating so many memories and Aww. moments in my life that I can look back on that when I'm 70 years old, I can go, oh, and somebody mentions Aunt Ashley Iconetti. Remember when you used to do that podcast with Ashley Haven? And I'm going to say, yeah. And this one time, here's a crazy story that we had in Vegas together. I dream of that. Yeah. That's my... That almost makes me tear up thinking of that. I'm going to have that moment one Aww. day where I'm going to look back on this and say, I had this memory and this moment in my life with this person. And so Anthony Bourdain had this quote when he did uh, No Reservations, when he came to Vegas. And, you know, Vegas is weird and it's, it's a little messed up and it's a little polluted and colluded and there's connotations around it. And he said one of the mes- best things about Vegas is that people come here to create memories. And so uh, I guess true. I come here to create some memories. And, and try to have the best time possible with the people around me. And that's uh, that's my mindset this weekend. Well, that's such a nice mindset. I used to be scared of Vegas. You know, my first Vegas trip was actually two years ago at the iHeart Festival. And I did not know what to expect. I drove here by myself. Oh, yeah. I checked into the hotel by myself. And then I was like, you know, this place isn't as scary as I thought it was. I just thought it was going to be like a whole bunch of drunk people walking no. around. But really, no. It's just a lot of dining, a lot of entertainment. And uh, it's the moment I met you for the first time. No. Oh. <laughs> I, I remember you coming up. To, I remember walking to my bedroom and you were laying in we bed. We were already friends at that point. Oh, well. That's, that's why I went to your room because I was having a, an issue. Oh. And I was like, who am I going to feel comfortable around? Well, I saw you there <laughs> and I found you in my bed with my ex-fiance, yes. Lauren, <laughs> yeah. talking life and sharing memories. Yeah. And uh, and that's where, uh, not where maybe, but it's a moment that blossomed our friendship to today. Do you know what memory I have? What? When you and Lauren went to bed and I was left with Chris Soles out in the family room of you your suite. Him. That's when he kissed me. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you guys went to bed before the room service came. So oh, it was just yeah. me. It was me, Luke, and Chris. And then Luke left. And then it was just me and Chris eating all the, the leftover room service. And then we walked over to the other wing of the hotel to our rooms. I forgot that. And yeah, we all fell asleep. I wear the onesie. <laughs> I still have the onesie yes. that we have. Ashley, I love That's you. That's when you That's pulled your memories. thing down and you were yeah. like, hi. And I thought that was the cutest video ever. And you pulled Ashley, your onesie over your face. You're going to make me tear up. Those are good memories. Um, Ash, we order room service yeah. to get our food. But there's easier ways. Well, there's easier ways at home. There's easier ways at home. You're yeah. right. There's Blue Apron. Yeah. Blue Apron's pretty great. I mean, they really, it really are. really is. It's, it, it's funny. We say it probably every single podcast. I don't think there has ever been a sponsor of our podcast that, that you and don't. I both don't use and also will put our word and name behind. Totally true. I actually, when people say, you know, what do you actually feel about your sponsors? I'm like, well, there's this, and there's that, and there's that. And they're all like pretty awesome. Yeah. They're vetted well. Mm-hmm. I don't think everybody, not, not any brand can sponsor our podcast. It has to be the best brands. And Blue Apron definitely does that. You choose chef designed recipes yourself. They deliver fresh, seasonal-inspired ingredients, cook incredible meals in less than 20 minutes. This week, I had six days at home. And you know this. I travel all the time. Oh, my gosh. That's a long time it's for you to be home. It's a long time. And so I had a box of Blue Apron show it to my door. You know how nice it is when I have a limited amount of time at home and, and, and it's getting to be evening time? I don't want to go out. I mm-hmm. want to be at home. And it's like I've got the meal already planned. I don't have to go to the grocery so I don't have waste. That's a big deal for me. Such a big deal because every time I go fresh food shopping, like, you know, for pr- produce, 
I always have so much leftover that goes yep. bad. And with Blue Apron, you're going to have just the amount that you need for the recipe you're making. It's inc- Now with Jared living with you, yeah. it's got to be nice because oh, living alone is tough. Well, you have leftovers. Though. I have a ton of leftovers. Um, and I can't use them all up. Uh, okay, let me tell you a little bit about Blue Apron. Blue Apron offers a range of recipes bursting with flavor. Whether you're looking for a quick and easy meals or full culinary cooking experience, Blue Apron lets you choose from a range of recipe options. Chef-designed recipes and exciting September partnerships like Bob's Burgers, inspired and Whole30 so approved. Um, all right, so here's what you got to do. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free at blueapron.com slash almost famous. That's blueapron.com slash almost famous to get your first three meals what? Free Blue Apron. A better way to cook. A better way to cook. <laughs> a little sassy, isn't it? I do love the it's way you sassy. say that. You know, I also have them sponsored on the I Don't Get It podcast. And when I finish it, I'm like, a better way to cook. <laughs> Just because you say it like that. It's 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 more fun that way. I, I, I do feel like a little sass. <laughs> this little sass works. Um, Ashley, you've noticed this. Uh, I've been good, looking good lately. My posture... <laughs> My posture has been incredible. <laughs> I, I have, I've, I've, you, you've, you, I've grown, um, and that's mostly taller. because of my posture and because of how I sleep at night. And large part due to sleep number. I sleep on a sleep number bed. So do you? Yeah. And uh, and we love our sleep number beds. What's your uh, sleep number? Sixty-nine. I like it pretty soft. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> and I just follow that up with I like it pretty soft. So Poor contradictory Jared. there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I okay. <laughs> Moving on from jokes. I but Ben, your teeth look amazing. I yeah. You finished your Invisalign. I did. Oh my Aww. god! Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Continue with sleep number. Okay. Well, um, I've had really bad allergies or some sort of chronic sinusitis lately, and thank God for the sleep number. It has the elevation setting, so I can be, uh, you know, I could be sleeping a little bit more upright oh, because yeah. when I'm totally flat, I have the worst congestion. Why is that? I looked it up yesterday. It's very hard to explain. Okay, perfect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not going to get into the science. It's not even that scientific. It just doesn't even make sense. It, it, the sleep number is great. I mean, it's not only a great mattress. It's comfortable. It's customized to you. But so many couples uh, disagree on mattress firmness. You've met it with Jared. We've talked about it before. Sleep number beds let you choose your ideal firmness on each side so it's just right for the both of you. The new beds are so smart. They sense your every move and automatically adjust to you keeping you sleeping comfortably throughout the night. If you're a fan of what we're talking about, or if you're a fan of structure, not structure like you're a fan of Blake, who's not a fan <laughs> of Blake, it, 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 it's be like more you're a fan of, of somebody like me, um, come in and see the newest sleep number 360 smart beds. It's your competitive edge from $9.99 a bed. Sleep number is the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. Ooh, ooh it's fantasy season. I'm owing two. You'll only find sleep number at one of their 550 sleep number stores nationwide. Visit sleepnumber.com backslash podcast to find the one nearest to you. Ashley. We have somebody near to us right now. Mm-hmm. It's Blake Hortzman. We have him in the hot seat. It Blake, just, you're not the, the bachelor. No. He just said it's his <laughs> first, not, podcast not first podcast ever. 
No way. Big deal. Big deal. All right, take a deep breath. Yeah. Why am I nervous right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's what just us. We just flew on a plane together to Vegas. Yeah, it's not just a big had a deal. Conversation. Um, we did. Blake and I just jumped on a plane from Denver, flew to Vegas on Southwest Airlines. It was great. Really? Uh, you didn't go on private suite jet? <laughs> jet suite? No. Jet suite with Lance Bass and Jenna Kramer? Oh, that'd been nice. Did you? Did, is that what you did? Yeah, I'm feeling That's pretty cool. cool. <laughs> 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 I like literally texted in our group thread and Amy's like don't forget to tell Lance he's coming in the car with you guys and I was like Lance is on our plane uh, anyway left a lot of Lance life. it's <laughs> all about Blake right now Blake how have you been seriously I don't mean like hey how have you been I mean like how's your heart been yeah no I mean right now I'm I'm in a good place I am I'm in a really good place um the healing process was long I mean it was I was not gonna act like mm-hmm. overnight I felt better all of a sudden mm-hmm. um but I had it was it was I had some good support around me and everything I feel a lot better was it better or worse watching it back Ah, so yeah, that's such a good question. So I like, did you uh, heal more watching it back or less? Did it break you apart again? So honestly, watching it back, no, it, it broke every Monday. It um, did. Yeah. It did. It wasn't like it. It was therapeutic in a way because I got to see the commun- connection she was making with the other, you yeah. know, with the other guys and Garrett, and, you know, in specific. But um, it wasn't really until after the final rose, really, where I was really? like, well, I mean, I I had been healing, but it wasn't until after the final rose where I felt like. Where I felt like the door was closed. It really wasn't. It was, and it wasn't even when I saw her. Actually, it was more of when I saw them together. Really, it really was because you don't see them together right. when you're going through the process. You don't, you know. So it was more when I saw them together on the couch is when I was like, okay, like yeah. they're happy. I'm not, you know, I'm I'm ready to move on. There was a uh, Blake and I met right after the show started stopped filming. Yeah, and I told Ashley this off uh, of the podcast. <laughs> we were just talking on the side. I, and I, one thing I respected about you, I don't even know if this is anything to respect or appreciate or admire or feel, is you felt more for Becca than any contestant that hasn't been chosen than I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You you felt this one. Like, this, was, this wasn't this was just a show. This wasn't just a disappointment. This wasn't just a breakup. This was something that hit hard. You were the most in love runner-up, I think, of all time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was. I was really in love. I was. I remember... After that first date, which you actually, you were on, um, after that first date, I remember going back to my room, you know, it was like three in the morning, whatever, four in the morning. I remember laying in bed going, no way that just happened. You know, yeah. no way this is happening. No way this is real. You know, I remember sitting there just like, wow, uh-oh, you know, like, rut row, like, this is happening. Yeah. You know? I remember. So, yeah, yeah. So. You and Becca were both like, oh, yeah, we're, yeah. I'm going to get to top four. And she was like, yeah, I'm, he's going to get to top four. Yeah, it was, it was a weird instant connection we had, but... um. But yeah, it was yeah, it was tough. That those last few weeks were obviously very hard on me. It was, yeah. I, big. I mean, I feel it. And 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 everybody out there listening is fans of The Bachelor. We're not gonna we're not gonna confuse ourselves here and say we have this wide reach of people <laughs> who aren't fans of The Bachelor. We have a half a million people listening that are all fans of The Bachelor. They're fans of you because you felt that they're fans of Jason and they're fans of Colton. You and Jason were not chosen as a bachelor. That's a shock to everybody out there listening. It really kind of was. We, we really all thought it would be one of you two. How does somebody... Okay, let's walk somebody through the process of you, you get broken up with. You're in this limbo stage, not knowing what's next. You chose not to date. You chose not to hook up. You chose mm-hmm. this, this path of, I'm going to kind of wait it out to see what's next. So you're six months later, you find out you're not the bachelor. You've gone six months of your life in limbo. And we're just spitting out now, right? You're, you, this is your second week of doing, being out in public <laughs> yeah, after seriously. not being announced as The Bachelor. How, how is that? 
Yeah, I mean, that was the hardest part was not knowing there for like how, I don't even know. Yeah, it was like four months there since filming was ended. Um, yeah, we're just not knowing. And that was the worst part. It wasn't whether, I wasn't really worried whether I was or wasn't. I just wanted to know if I was or wasn't. And so when I got that call, you know, that I wasn't going to be the bachelor, it was a lot of weight off my shoulders. I didn't realize how much it was weighing on me until I got that, that call where it was like, you know, it's, it, we're going with Colton. And I was like, Okay, and I was just like able to take a breath, and I was like, okay, I can go back to like almost, you know, more or less living the regular life that I've, I, I'm used to. Did you and Jason bond over mm. maybe the misery of not being picked as The Bachelor and then having somebody that a lot of people didn't expect? I think people were like, let's see Colton grow. He can be part of the franchise mm. for the next couple of years. Maybe he'll be a Bachelor one day, but definitely not this year. And then all of a sudden, you and, you and Jason seem like the front runners for The Bachelor. And then you're like, nope, not for you. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd be lying to you if it wasn't. I wasn't. I thought for sure it was me or Jason. To yeah. be honest, like I really so did. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, it was a surprise, and it was something that I think we've definitely bonded over. Um, me, Colton, and Jason are all very good friends. Mm -hmm. I think it's the first time they've ever, they've ever really been, had three people like this who are so transparent through the whole process. What I have to say is it's the first time in a long time that they had a good amount of options. They could have gone with any of the three of you and then if we yeah. see the past two years, they actually picked from Let's previous go seasons. Let's go three then. Years. My year, they were like, we have nobody else. <laughs> oh, we have to God. choose this kid. <laughs> no, really. Thank, who else would they have had? Thank Nick? God for you. Nick's behind <laughs> us right no, now. No, <laughs> Jared, if it weren't for you being on Caitlyn's season, Jared definitely could have been the Bachelor that year. Who would have known? Who wow, knows? Wow, that sucks for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so thank God. I mean, yeah, but I, I agree. I think this is one of the, and you know, of course, that's what they told us. You know, any other year, it'd be that kind of thing. You know, they give you those lines. But the craziest part was we were so incredibly transparent through the whole thing. We told each other the meetings we had, the phone calls we had with each other, the phone calls we had with producers. We were incredibly transparent through the whole thing. And we let each other know. We didn't want anybody left in limbo. Mm -hmm. So we let each other know exactly what we knew when we knew it. And I think they had never really had that before. And they were a little surprised by that. So, um so yeah, they, they couldn't really get. They couldn't really try and, you know, be sneaky with us, really. Well, Blake, you're out in Vegas right now at iHeartFest. Colton is filming a show. He's probably crying <laughs> at this point. Um, you and Jason are both out here with the coolest people alive, with which is <laughs> Ashley and I, um, and Jared. Um, and your time is now. And you know how I know that. It's because of my movement watch. You guys have heard me talk about movement. You know those two college dropouts that started their own watch company. Well, they helped us tell time. And Blake, you're pretty good at it. Oh, I was going to say, it's time for Blake to officially move on. Yes, I am ready to. Yes. Oh, is it? Are you ready to move on, Blake? I am. I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to get back on that horse. That's what I keep telling people. I think the, I think the horseman. The, there you go. Ooh. The Blake Horse. This company has grown like crazy, and now with almost two million watches sold in 160 countries, Blake, you have one on right now. I have one on right now. We look cool wearing them. They can be worn in Vegas. They can be worn by the pool. They can be worn on the farm. Movement watches start at just ninety-five dollars at a department store. You're looking at four hundred. Wait for it to five hundred. Bucks. That's as much as I'm going to throw down the blackjack table in a little bit. <laughs> Movement figured out that by selling online, they were able to cut out the middleman and retail markup, providing the best possible price, classic design, quality construction, and styled minimalism. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com slash almost famous. That's mvmt.com slash almost famous. 
See why movement keeps growing. Again, that's MVMT. Check out their expanding collection. Go to MVMT.com slash almost famous and join the movement. Blake, um, did you do a good did you do a good job packing for the Bachelorette? Did you pack enough? For no. The whole do you ever eight weeks? Yeah. Do you ever pack enough? No, I did not. I never did. I, would, I borrowed a couple of Colton's clothes. I borrowed some of Jason's. Yeah, yeah, never pack enough clothes. Well, I pack enough clothes because I get so many clothes and without spending so much money on them because of Thread Up. You've heard me talk about Thread Up before. If you haven't checked them out, what are you waiting for? They have a huge selection from over 35,000 brands what? like Madewell, Banana Republic. I feel like you like Banana Republic, don't you? I do. Well, they, yeah, they fit me well. I'm, I'm, I'm slender. Well, you're also like all American. Yeah. Okay, so then there's BCBG, Steve Madden, Kate Spade, Lululemon, Coach, and more. And like I'm saying, I can buy so much for so little on this website. Plus, if you go to threadup.com slash almostfamous today, you're going to get an extra 30% off your order. They have so many cute items, and it's such a deal. You can find an anthropology skirt like I did for $10, a gap dress for only $8, Steve Madden booties. I think this is the wildest one. For $16 and a free people top for 12 If you like to shop like I do, make sure that you check out these deals on ThreadUp. Plus, if you sign up today, like I mentioned, you'll get an extra 30% off your first order at threadup.com slash almostfamous. Make sure you know that there's no A in there. It is T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash almostfamous. That is threadup.com slash almostfamous for an extra 30% off today. There's no excuse not to shop with those deals, right? I don't think so. Blake, you, you, you dress well. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you look good. Um, I got a little hate in the season for my style, a little bit. A little my bow tie's got some hate. Oh, I will say. Are oh, you going to say the I, red bow tie, I aren't you? I mentioned that in one of my Cosmo <laughs> articles. It was like you had the all hate. black outfit yeah. and then the bow tie. That was that moment where I was running out of options. Okay. I was running out of options. Okay. And, and my favorite color was red. Becca's favorite color was red. You know what I've been endorsed okay, by the most since The Bachelor? Is brands that help me uh, clothe my like clothe myself? Mm. You know why? Because I don't know how. <laughs> Look at me right now. I'm a mess. <laughs> when you ro- when you rolled up in here for us, like, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, sweat. <laughs> yeah, sweat pants and yeah. the generous tea. It was a big day. It was a big day. <laughs> um, all right, Bla- Blake. Back to you. Uh, Ashley and I have always been fans of you. Yeah, uh, you've always put off nice. Just really, honestly, Blake. The most right reasons person I've seen in a very long time. Thank you. Like, there is just no doubting that you were there for the genuine article. And I think that's why you would have made a fantastic bachelor. Because we know that you'd like, you want a wife before you want fame. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I do, I do. (laughs) Okay, well, tell us about what you're looking for in a girl and if you would ever date a fan. Oh, um, we'll start with the the easy, easy question first. No, um, what I'm looking for a woman. So I, I think the reason I was um, so attracted to Beck right off the bat, I'm, I'm incredibly attracted to like strong, independent women, and like that's what guys say. No, but I swear. Okay, <laughs> that's what they say, and then they go on a date with strong, independent no. women, and they're like, oh no, I need somebody more soft, feminine, and um. No, maybe- I always have. I've, so I have like incredibly strong women in my life. Like mm-hmm. I grew up, my mom, my sister, grandma, all of my. The women in my life, so that's kind of what I gravitate towards, and so that's you know that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> you're right; a lot of guys do say that, yeah, but, they don't. but you're not one of them. No, you I am not one like of those it. guys. Yeah, no, I do. And somebody who's funny and witty and who's not afraid to like clap back, if you will, clap mm-hmm. back. I mean, like somebody mm-hmm. who put me in my place, and and yeah, somebody who can hang with the guys too. You know that kind of thing. I know that's that's a lot. I guess <laughs> that's I just described like the perfect woman. But <laughs> no, she sounds great. Yeah. I'm I'm into she it. Sounds amazing. She can clap back at it. <laughs> 
She exactly. definitely exists, <laughs> yeah. Blake. She's out there somewhere. Yeah. She's out there somewhere. Uh, and then as far as a fan, yeah, I wouldn't be. I mean, yeah, there's not like. Like you don't want like a total fangirl who comes up to you and fangirls. No. But, but like if she's classy about it I mean, and you know she, like, she's watches sly the show. And, yeah, you know. she like watches the slow show and yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm not if, if we hit it off and like I feel, you know, I feel that connection, then yeah, absolutely it doesn't matter if she's a fan or not. Have you felt that since Becca has it been hard yeah, like, being question. out in public and meeting people? Have you felt a connection or any type of like are you even open to it now? Yeah, well, it's funny because that one time we did have drinks, you know, I talked about like, how is it dating now? Because I can't even imagine what it's like dating now because it is hard to find like to know, uh, you know, if the girl you're, you're dating is there, you know, as a fangirl or who somebody's genuinely interested in you. And then not only that, but you go out and you have a drink or you go out and have dinner and you see people snapping pictures of you. And I'm like, this is the most bizarre thing I've ever, you know, this is so weird to me. Uh, so it's difficult. But yeah, I'm definitely open to the idea of dating again. Absolutely. Um, as of now, you know, I'm single and everything. So I haven't found anybody yet. If a girl saw you in a bar, she was a fan, or she just thought you were cute, what's a good move for her to make on you? So I, I'm into like shock value. Like I like somebody who will say something oh, ridiculous. Fun. Yes. I like somebody who would say something ridiculous and like out of the blue and out of the ordinary. I love that in a woman. So somebody who has that shock value. Is something I'm into big time. I, I okay, and and so your life today though isn't very shocking. Um, you went back to your job, which I is did. something that Ashley and I definitely oh, I respect. You went back to work. You're working at Coors, um, and life is very similar to what it was before. You took the advice, and and Ashley, how many times have you heard me talk about this? Chris Harrison gave me a word of advice uh, right after I got kicked off the Bachelorette, and it was use all of this to enhance the life you already had, not change the life you you were given. Chris and Harrison, he's just a good he's man. He's just got it. He's yeah. got it. And I told that to Blake. I did because it's the only thing I know what it's, how to say. I just copy everybody else and make it sound like my own. I said that to Blake when we were together right after the show, and, and he lives in Denver, and I live in Denver, and, and when we met up. And you've done that, right? I mean, you're doing all this cool stuff. You're out here with us at iHeartFest, which is going to be insane. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, this is one of the coolest <laughs> weekends of the year. There's gonna, you're going to meet a ton of good people. It's a blast. After this podcast is done, you can let loose and do whatever you do to have fun. But... You went back to work. And why? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me when I got back from the show, I went like two two or three weeks um, after I'd got done with filming, you know, and I went back and I was just like stared at the wall and I was like, I need something to do. So I did go back to work and it gave me a little bit more normalcy because I needed that. I needed that after going that. through that insane environment and going through that insane journey. I needed some normalcy back in my life. Absolutely. It's also a great distraction from heartbreak yeah. because the worst thing you could do with heartbreak is sit around the house by yourself. And just ponder and think yeah. about everything. Yeah, absolutely. And the what ifs and all that. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm still at Coors and I love it. I do. Um, I mean, you yeah. work for a beer company. It's a yeah. pretty cool job. I wouldn't leave gig. that. Yeah, it's not a bad gig. It's a you fun don't industry. look like you drink beer. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't. <laughs> Fair no, I used to. I used to drink a ton of beer, but now, yeah, I'm more of a tequila guy now. You're a tequila, tequila guy. guy. Yeah. So am I. You do that. I had to switch oh, to tequila. I know that you like tequila. You should. Yeah. I'm a big tequila I got some guy. tequila at home that I probably won't drink, but I can yeah. give to you next time you're in LA. Blake looks a pretty healthy guy, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, he looks like a super He's glowing. Guy. Oh, he's, he's got glowing. clear he's skin. Tan. He's, he's tan. tan. <laughs> I'm 29. You're 29. Nine. He looks like he's 24, and I look like I'm 33. <laughs> you take vitamins, don't you? Lots of vitamins. Lots of vitamins. <laughs> um, I'm just starting to take them, and it is something that I really love. I take vitamins to do ritual. 
Yeah, me too. Because they started sponsoring the podcast. I was like, I got to check them out. I started doing it. It's working. I mean, Ashley, look at me. You look great. And you Thank know what you. I love about Ritual is they have this special patented system where the pill doesn't make you feel bad because it bypasses. It's a slow release into your yeah. stomach because I used to not take vitamins because they would always make me nauseous. Yes. And then and then your pee would burn. And your pee burns. Yes. I've never had that side effect. Oh, well, that's, that's a personal problem I need to get checked out. Never mind. Uh, one in every three of you listening right now is wasting your time and money on multivitamins full of ingredients that your body can't actually use. Actually, this is what you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean it. Like, if you take too many vitamins, your pee actually burns because oh, you're... Oh, no, yeah. You shouldn't be taking vitamins you don't need. No, exactly. And your stomach hurts. Your mind starts hurting. You get dizzy. It, life's a mess when you're taking too many vitamins that you don't need. <laughs> Traditional vitamins contain folic acid, a synthetic nutrient that at least one in three of all women... Yeah. The only vitamin that solves for this is ritual ritual they are ritual caters to the women which i love they use folate which all women can process because they actually care no wait read that stat because it's a fascinating stat about folate yeah traditional vitamins contain folic acid a synthetic nutrient that at least one in three women of all women cannot process the only vitamin that solves for that is ritual they use folate which all women can process because they actually care about ingredient forms. Isn't that magical? It is. They care. Yeah. I care. You care, Ashley. Blake, we're still trying to figure that out. (laughs) They make a vitamin that works for all women, not just some. And, and Ash, you've been taking Ritual. Yeah. It's been great for you. It's been so good. Um, it's been really good for my energy levels and digestion because I just, I really, I'm honestly, I hit 30 and all of a sudden I'm tired all the time. I never used to be tired, mm. but but the Ritual stuff has really been helping me. You've got to get uh, some energy. You've got a big dancing night ahead of you in about a year. Um, a big dancing night? Your wedding. Yeah, I know. I got one night in a year. I mean, maybe some more. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, who knows? Um, all right. So... Ritual, ritual is essential for women, okay? Here's some stats I want to talk to you about. Vegan, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free. They're made in the USA without synthetic fillers or colorants. It, just like Ashley said a little bit ago, their delayed release capsules bypasses the stomach to help for, prevent nausea. Mm-hmm. Subscription-based, no gap in nutrient levels. It's $30 a month and delivered to your door. Buying the Omega-3 yourself is the cost of the ritual bottle. So if bottle. you were to go to the vitamin store and you buy an Omega bottle, that's going to be the amount of all the vitamins you get with ritual. Yeah. You, we, all tr- we all try to eat healthy here. I think most people today uh, in the world do try to eat as healthy as possible. Um, I think that's a thing. But we're always going to fall a little short. So you can fill the gaps in your diet with the best sourced ingredients from ritual. 95% of women do not get the vitamins and minerals they need on a daily basis. Ritual created a smarter vitamin with the nine essential ingredients women lack most. Go to ritual.com slash almost famous. Choose clean ingredients backed by science. Sign up now at ritual.com slash famous. Do you hear that a little bit there? I've always had a, a problem with my R's. I have a speech impediment. I couldn't say my R's when I was Yeah, I, I really? said twee, wabbit, um, yeah, weddy, weddy. Uh, and, and I, uh, you said ritual? Which was like I started to get it there. I did. I started. It started to come back a bit. It does when I get like saying it too many times. Like rah r r r. Um. So anyway, sorry about that, guys. It's ritual <laughs> r i t u 
A L. Um, yeah, it didn't sound right at the time. Anyways, <laughs> Blake, you're the best. Uh, have a blast at iHeartFest. Oh, I will. We uh, we want you to have a good time. Ashley and I are here to hang out. You are a honestly, and I mean this. You are a a great addition to the Bachelor family, and you will Thank do you. great things in this world because of the platform you were given. So, Blake, get out there, do incredible Appreciate things. It. We wish Thank you the best. You. Thank for you guys for having me. Thank Appreciate you. it. Appreciate all right, the next guest on the podcast. This is a crazy podcast. Ashley's going to take a break, and we're going to fill in um, with with two very lucky winners. Um, the two of you, welcome to the, uh, the Almost Famous podcast. You both won the contest that was announced by all the Bachelor peeps. iHeart put it on. They raised money for Humanity and Hope United, which is the nonprofit that I'm on the board of that I've been associated with for eight years. Yes. It's, it's near and dear to my heart. And you guys are now out here for iHeartFest, celebrating along with us. How did you get here, and who signed you up? Take it that's away. A, that's a great question. Uh, our mom, Linda, actually signed us up. I actually went to Honduras in July, and Jordan, Fuller, and Carol were my leaders. And I had the most life-changing experience. Jordan's been my best friend for years. Right. He's a great guy. I love Jordan. Do you know Pete? I know Pete very well. He's my guy, dude. Okay, yeah. so well, I don't want to get off traffic. But uh, so, yeah, basically Linda signed us up. She's in Honduras right now, and um, uh, she gave us her tickets, and uh, we got flown out here and get, you know, chilling with Ben and all the Bachelor people, and it's, it's a really good, cool gig, basically. Yeah, I mean, so iHeart Festival was, was kind enough, nice enough, generous enough um, to do a fundraiser for me. Where not for me, but for the the organization I'm associated with, Humanity and Hope United, um, where we did a raffle and we said, "Hey, we're going to give a couple all access passes, free tickets to the festival." Which is this festival is insane. I'm telling you, this oh, thing yeah. is one of the coolest things ever. The show, the lineup every day is awesome. Um, they're gonna we raffled off tickets. You two won this. Uh, Humanity and Hope United uh, does community development in Central America, and uh, Humanity and Hope. You've heard me talk about this before on the podcast. But, but we believe in sustainable change. We believe people um, can fulfill their dreams and their needs by not being gifted anything, but by, by people partnering with anybody right. with, with the motivation of love to help people become the best versions of themselves. And so what a cool thing iHeart did. And, uh, and Humanity Hope is an awesome organization that a lot of people today and a lot of people listening support. We all know they're great. We know iHeart's great. But you two are great, and you're going to have an awesome weekend together. What does it feel? Is this your first iHeart Fest? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's kind of surreal. I've never been, so I don't know what to expect. Yeah. I don't know what, really what to expect. It's kind of surreal right now, so just soaking it I'm up I'm excited, right now. though. It's going to be a good time. When did you get out here? We just got out here a couple hours an hour ago. ago. Oh, no way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a long day. Yeah. Okay. It's been a long day. We're at the Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. Yes, sir. Um, the festivities start tomorrow, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes, get sir. to meet Carrie Underwood. No way. Yeah. yeah Saturday morning. Yeah. I don't so get to She's meet. a smoke show, man. I'm Dude. excited. <laughs> Dude. I'm telling She's you. married to my Chris. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get to meet a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of the cool part about iHeartFest is people are walking around everywhere. Uh, everybody's celebrating and enjoying this. I mean, we got Lance Bass over here behind us uh, from NSYNC. Uh, yeah. He was just I'm on the like, podcast. Like, looks familiar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. we got the NSYNC guys walking around. Um, a ton of people doing awesome things. And the two of you, uh, welcome to Las Vegas. Thank welcome you. to the Almost Famous Podcast. Thank you both for supporting Humanity and Hope United. Always. And uh, you know what? Sometimes in life, you, you do great things. And you went to Honduras with the team. I did, yeah. You worked hard. You've seen it. You, you're passionate. You come back. What was your biggest takeaway from, from Honduras? 
My biggest takeaway from Honduras was um, that these people that live out there in these villages, they basically have nothing. Like, they barely have, we just got them clean water in some of the villages. Um, but they have these homes that are barely built up and they are so happy and so on fire for God. And it's, it's so inspiring because every, like, you go back to America and you know, you, you're living your normal life. And you don't even think twice to get clean water or, or even take a shower or even whatever it is. And these people have none of that. And they are so happy and inspired. And it just really was a life-changing moment, honestly. Your, your heart breaks when you see poverty for the first time. And here's the coolest part. Is Humanity and Hope United believes that people don't have to live in poverty forever. forever. Right. That, uh, that every person deserves and, and hope. And that every person is is here for a purpose, on purpose, and uh, and when you go back a year from now, I hope that those communities that you saw a couple weeks ago are in a better place than they were, you know, this year. So, right. hey guys, have a blast this weekend. Enjoy it. Okay, before you leave, who are you most excited to see? JT, Justin Timberlake, of course. Yeah. he's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who's on here. I got to look at the the lineup. Yeah, honestly. yeah. It's time. It's time to start enjoying this weekend. So <laughs> yeah. hey. I'm going to bring Ashley back in. Uh, Oh, wow. Good for you. Um, I'm going to bring Ashley back in. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Enjoy yourselves. Like You have no other reason to be here but to celebrate and enjoy yourselves. Go say hi to Lance. Take a picture. Your friends will like it. Um, Thanks, you both. Thank you, man. man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Our next guest is one that you're all familiar with. Uh, Somebody you're not going to be shocked to hear their voice. Uh, He's still wandering, flirting, being being cute uh, like he does. Dean Unglert. You guys talking about Jared right now? <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Are we doing separate? I thought hey. I was going to be here with my co-host Jared. No, you're not going to be up here with Jared. This oh. is about us right now. Hey, well, hey guys. Thank you so much for it's having me. It's been like a year since you've been on our podcast, since you got all cool and got your own. It's been a year since I've been on this podcast. It's been six months of, since I've seen one of my great friends, Ashley. And, well, we, six months might be an exaggeration, but it's been a really, really long time, and it has felt really wrong. It's Dean. been too long since I've seen it's, my other great friend, Ben Higgins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all, Dean has uh, a special place in my heart. He knows this. I love Dean dearly. We've all just kind of moved apart from each other. Okay, but let's be real. We've all been all moved over apart. the globe. Like, I don't want to think went, that. You went on like a whole worldwide tour, and then he has been on a countrywide tour, and I've been bouncing between the East She's and the West She's been getting married like and stuff. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I respect everyone's initiatives that they have on a regular basis. I just miss my friends. No, but I yeah. really miss you, We're too. We're not growing apart, though. Don't, I'm, I feel like You're our right. relationship has never faded. I don't the wrong say that. Makes me nervous. Yeah, I apologize. We have the kind of friendship where I don't need to see you all the time, Like, but then when I do see you, we'll just right, bounce right back. I sometimes question whether or not I'm going to get invited to the wedding. What? I know, and it's oh. crazy to me. It's like, I don't talk Dude, to Ashley enough. I talk about? to Jared, obviously, once a week on my You're podcast. My You're my date. You're my plus one. Be sure to tune in. Yeah. Yes. I'll give you a little exclusive here. We're not having a ton of Bachelor Nation at the wedding, but obviously you guys are two givens. Yeah. Hey, I've got an issue with Dean, and he knows what's about to be talked about. Ashley, we haven't talked about this yet. I don't know if I'm ready for this. Okay, first off, I show up to this new reunion with Dean. He has an earring, which I don't get. (laughs) He's always had an earring, though. I know, but he's wearing a stud because he's in Vegas, he says. Oh, really? The second piece is this. I noticed it today the second I saw him. I go, he doesn't normally have it. Before we jump into the second piece, my aunt, when I was 10 years old, was visiting from Jersey. I lived in Colorado. She made me get my ear pierced on my left ear. One piercing. I got it pierced. Come back eight she years later it. when I was 18 in high school and I was trying to be the cool guy. So I got two diamond studs on either ear. But I had to move the left ear piercing up more. So I had to re-pierce it. 
So I have always had two piercings in my left ear and just recently did I decide to come out and continue to wear them, two piercings in one ear. Anyways. I think it looks great. I actually think it looks really good on him. Of course it does. it's like a 90s throwback on him. Everything well, looks he, good on Dean. True. It's that stupid. Is, it's what makes me maddest is like he can do <laughs> that whatever. That was your second point? That you're no, my second point is this. Dean told me it, when we were in Honduras together with Humanity and Hope United, which was the organization that we were just Best of my entire life. It was amazing. Day, hands down. Hands it was down. awesome that he doesn't wear underwear. And yeah, just like you we didn't know that? No, no, no. Just famously like Colton just said on Paradise, he doesn't wear underwear. Well, I always wore underwear. But because I love Dean and I look up to Dean and I think Dean's awesome, I at the time decided subconsciously I'm going to stop wearing underwear. So here's what happened. One day I'm at the gym oh God. doing squats. And I realized that doing squats in the gym without underwear with shorts on doesn't work like it just doesn't there's no way this works as a as a man this this doesn't feel right it oh, doesn't fit i was thinking splitting but now that you say this, yeah things uh, happen things can pop out pop out slide down get pinched it's bad <laughs> and so i called dean right away i said dean i don't get it how do you work out without underwear and he doesn't goes, work out no no he goes oh no i work out he goes i just wear underwear when I cry. I said, well, that's the, you lied to me there because you do wear underwear. <laughs> Here's the second point, okay? So I start wearing jeans without underwear. And it's uncomfortable. Oh. You get used to it. It's sweaty. It's it's weird. It, you have to get calloused in areas. You never want to get calloused. <laughs> why would you even try? Because I want to be like Dean. <laughs> yeah. and, and, okay, I get a text two weeks ago. He can admit to this from a mutual oh, friend of ours, no. Tiffany. And she goes, just to let you know, Dean's wearing underwear tonight. <laughs> Not that she she's married, but he made sure to... To tell her, yes. hey, text I, Ben. I was playing golf with Tiffany's husbands. Yeah. And when husband. I when I partake, husband, yes, <laughs> uh, who we were at their wedding actually not yeah. too long ago. Whenever I do anything athletic, whether it's going to the gym, playing golf, playing basketball, I'll always wear a compression uh, underwear thing, whether it's a yeah. short, a compression pant. I don't know. I'm sorry for not making that we clear found to this you out initially. Now. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell all the listeners listening to this right now. I'm wearing a pair of jeans, not wearing a pair of underwear underneath them. Yeah. It's all is circumstantial. And every single time I say I don't wear underwear, it always comes with an asterisk. And I apologize for not being more clear to you initially. Yeah. We found that out after after I, months and months of rug burn. I'm not going to go ahead and go to the gym and go some do some squats because obviously we don't want everyone's business out for the world to see. Yeah. This was a bad barstool video waiting to happen. For <laughs> <me>. <laughs> it's like a jackass two video. I really don't understand how you men don't wear underwear with jeans. No, we do. I just imagined us not because Dean guided me in the wrong direction. Yeah, but like you, we do. Like, like I just said, I'm wearing jeans right now. I'm not wearing underwear. It's liberating. But it's, it's less not, constricting. No, it's not. You got to worry about the zipper and the roughness. Think it's like the free the nip campaign. Think about Very this. Similar. Think about why underwear might have been invented and think about who invented it. I honestly think it was uh, the laundry detergent connoisseurs got together and they're like, we need humans to have more clothes to wash. What could we do? What could we do? They're already wearing pants. They're always wearing shirts. What else could we tell them they need to wear? They need to be wearing underwear. Oh, if they wear more underwear, they'll have to use more detergent. If they use more detergent, we make more money. Bada bing, bada boom. Dean. Underwear came into existence. Our love, Dean. You know that underwear <laughs> came along way before detergent. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Hey, Dean, um, we, uh, I've been opening up these packages recently. They're boxes that are pretty incredible. They're full of products. Um, Tell me about these boxes. Soon or uh, sooner or later, they're going to come out, and, and underwear is going to be involved. Dean, we need you to tell us about FabFitFun. You guys haven't heard about FabFitFun? Are you kidding me? Well, what's amazing about FabFitFun is that the box is worth over $200 every time you get it. You're lying. 
Yeah, but actually, it can go up to like four hundred dollars. But you're gonna get it for thirty nine ninety nine with our code, which is almost famous. You want to know one thing I I took for granted initially when I started getting Pep Fit Fun was the Himalayan sea salt. You drink it. No, you don't drink it. You put it in yes, your I bag. do. No, I do. I drink Himalayan That's sea the salt. thing. I took it for granted because I thought you had to cook with it. Add a pinch of it to your water every morning. Mm-hmm. It's so minerally beneficial to your body. It, it, I had no idea. Yeah, I do it I every like morning you now. S- you it, say drink. He said cook, and I said bathe. No, I said I thought you had to cook with it, but now I know you can add it to your drinks. Add it to your water every morning, a pinch of it. It helps you. It helps you. Your retain body water. retain water and adds minerals. And so now, uh, if you looked at my fingers, they're a little puffy because yeah. I'm hydrated. Oh, but because I I'm, always feel like when I'm puffy, I'm dehydrated. No. In some weird way, I think that's true. We live in Denver. You have to stay hydrated. <laughs> oh, okay. that's true. You do. Beyond, beyond the Himalayan sea salt, though, there's also other things like skincare from Glam Glow, Kate Somerville, Dr. Brandt, and Juice Beauty, fashion items from Vince Camuto, Camuto, and Free People, which I love Free People. Free People, are, they got the cutest clothes. And what they have in the FabFitFun boxes are these amazing sleep eye masks. And not only does it cover your eyes completely and you don't get any sunlight, no matter how sunny the room is, it also has this little gel insert that you could put a cooling a cooling insert and it depuffs your eyes you in the morning. That. You, you know love I love that. it. Well, I used to have Dean go put deep puffer on his eyes and he like was into it. But be careful with those eye masks. You don't want to mess up your circadian rhythm too much. It's something that we're all reading about. I am just the first one to say it. Anyways, I know this yeah, is not Dean's my so podcast. <laughs> this is not my podcast, but I'm encouraging you as a listener to go to fabfitfun.com, use the code almost famous. You can save $10 on your first box, making only 39.99 for the very first month that you get the box. You're not going to regret it. Dean, of, of um, the past year doing Help I Suck at Dating, your podcast with iHeart. Thank you so much for plugging it. What is the um, ultimate thing you've learned about dating? Like, what are you now less sucky at? Uh, I think that it would be pretty consistent for me to say that I'm just better at communicating. I was actually just talking to Ben about this in the elevator on the way down here. Is I'm much more able and willing to communicate my either like hesitancy to enter into a relationship or my concerns about a specific relationship that I might be entering into. And it's something that I would always try to like gloss over or ignore in the past. And it's something that I've been much more willing and able to talk about now. A lot of that is it because of the podcast, right? Like is it a lot the podcast of podcast or is it because your experience is on The Bachelor? Or are oh. you just getting older? Well, <laughs> it's it's what the chicken and the egg, right? Like the all podcast three, came from probably. The Bachelor, which exactly. And so it's like all these things that come together to I don't know. I I still feel like I have a lot to work on. It's still the podcast retains its name for a specific reason. Um, but communication, I've just gotten so much, so much better at, which is good for me. And like, I'll notice myself like being really good at it. And like, I'll get home from like a date or something. And I'll pat myself on the back and be like, good job, Dean. You did Aww, really good tonight. That's so great. <laughs> when, do you, when will the podcast name switch to like, I'm Dean, I'm great at dating. Aww. I don't think, I think I'll be in 10 years. I'll be married with three kids. Uh, living the life that I've always wanted to live and I'll still have a podcast called The Help I Suck at Dating. In an ideal world, that's what it'll be. I always plan on having it. If it's not about me, it's about the listener. And that's kind of how I've kind of perceived at this point. So, Isn't it funny that a year and a half ago, May was our one-year anniversary, we started this podcast journey and now this is so much a part of our lives. Ashley and I talk about it all the time is how now we're known for almost famous podcasts and not necessarily the bachelor bachelorette. Isn't it crazy how this whole thing with iHeartRadio has switched 
to being our kind of new identity or our new career? My number one favorite thing I hear to hear, I, I love to hear from someone that I meet randomly out in the streets, no matter where it is. Nine times out of 10, I'll get, oh my God, Dean, you're from The Bachelorette. Like, I loved you on your season. That's great. I love hearing that. But my number one favorite thing, no matter what it is, is always, oh my God, Dean, I loved your podcast. I love listening to it. I love, obviously, like hearing everything you have to talk about every week. That to me is like the most incredible thing. And so I can imagine the same thing that you guys experience when you meet someone and they say, oh my God, I love Almost Fade Miss. Like that, because it's something that you helped create, you know? It's like, yeah. it's, it's more you than anything else that you've done in the past. Yeah. And so that just like gives you so much more pride and ownership in it. I always tell people when they say that, I go, that is my favorite thing to hear. Yeah, That's, it is. It, it really is. But it, it feels personal. I guess it feels more personal than somebody saying, hey, we appreciated you on The Bachelor or mm -hmm. we loved you on Because that is, you know, that's a different beast. You're going to love The Bachelor Bachelorette. You're going to think there's somebody special. When you listen to this, you know that you know all of us try really hard, but we're not any better than or worse than anybody else out there. We're just right. trying, you know, working through this life. And you are who you are, unedited, unperturbed, yeah. whatever it is. It's just that you are who you are. You helped create this thing, and people appreciate you for it. And that's a rare thing that not many people get to experience. And even if you experience it in the most minor or, like, small amount of ways, which sometimes I feel like I do, I get you know, not quite as many listens as Almost Famous podcast does, but to even have a, such a small influence on a, a certain amount of people is such a unique feeling. And then so obviously to, to blow that up, expand it to, to where you guys are, and obviously you both have been very big, very impactful on the Bachelor franchise, regardless of whether you want to admit it or not, it's always nice to hear someone cares about what you have to say and something that you helped create, you I know? Agree. And so to, to be able to have that effect on people is very we're very fortunate to be where we are and, and i heart fest kind of seems like that reunion that moment to take a step back and be like what the heck are we doing yeah like we're uh, behind the scenes with you know kelly clarkson and carrie underwood and justin timberlake whoa what are we doing <laughs> those here? are the three people that i'm gonna fangirl over yeah like we don't belong here but yet in some odd way we do right um dean we love you. You're the best. Thanks, I guys. can't wait to have a great weekend with you. Everybody, watch out. Dean is here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dean. Love you guys. Thank you for having me. Everybody, watch Dean's out. podcast is going live, by the way, tomorrow. Everywhere you can listen to podcast. Please be sure to listen to Help I Suck at Dating. If not for me, do it for Jared. Do it for Vanessa. Do it for Easton, for Mark, for Tori, for Amy Sugarman. For everyone else in studio, for Ashley I. <laughs> Are we still having her him on air? Her fiance is co-hosting with me on a, another podcast. But he really knows how to date. He's really he doesn't suck at it. The next guest, um, Ashley's a fan of. Uh, actually, right now we're positioning ourselves. Jared is going to come sit on Ashley's lap. No, no, it's the other way. <laughs> no, he's going to sit on Ashley's lap, and Nick is is going to sit on his own lap. Um, really we have Nick own. Vile and have my own Jared Haben. Jared, is it Haben? Haben? Uh, really, it's been pronounced both ways. Let's just say uh, Haben. We say Haben because that's what I want my last name. Haben. I think it's supposed to be pronounced Haben, but my family has always called it Haben. Are you gonna switch your name, Ashley? Yeah. Yeah. Is that weird that you're not gonna be Ashley I? It's gonna be Ashley H. So I'm not sure, but I think I'm gonna go by Ashley I, but then like have my legal name be Ashley Haven. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Nothing makes sense in this world. Uh, okay. You know what? what I world feel bad is this? though because <laughs> I feel really bad because her and Lauren are the last two with Iconetti name. 
Yeah, you're going to end that, Jared. Nice job. <laughs> I feel like a jerk. Like I have <laughs> well, to Lauren will be there. I mean, Jared, she's Thank already you, wearing the pants. You might as well just let her keep <laughs> yeah, the name. Yeah, you're sitting on her lap. I tweeted one time, <laughs> boss. I tweeted one time about how every time I go to a hotel, they're like, oh, Mr. Iconetti, nice to meet you. And I'm like, oh, shit. My it life is over. It happened today. I know. I know it did happen. She was like, oh, Mr. Iconetti. I'm like, yeah, just just give me my hotel key, please. Unbelievable. Anyways, uh, Nick and Jared are out here joining us in Vegas. Jared, your podcast is going to air tomorrow at the pool at Planet Hollywood Ooh, Resort and fun. Casino. Yeah, Dean and I are going to record a live podcast here at Planet Hollywood right next to the pool, which would be pretty cool. Help yeah. by Suck at Dating. You guys should totally check it out. It's great. Like, like how to date in Vegas? Uh, which I don't think anybody is equipped to answer, really. How to <laughs> is it like, a, is it like, a, is like an episode dedicated to safe sex? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could. We're in the right spot for it, next to the pool. <laughs> not a bad idea for your podcast. That is a, that's a good topic. Nick, uh, you're in Vegas celebrating along with us. There's a ton of people out here. It's actually pretty loud behind us. I don't know how loud it really is. This is a good group this year. Uh, you and I were just in Vegas together to open up our, our slot machine. That's right. We have a slot machine. They're all over Vegas. We had a good time. We laid by the pool together. We talked life. We caught up then. It seems like Vegas is our, our boy spot. Wait, was that the last time I saw you? Yeah, I think it was. The real really? question is, how does it feel for you guys to have your face oh, on a slot machine? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Humbly speaking, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah, feels pretty good. <laughs> really freaking I'm awesome. Super it's jealous. <laughs> I'm really jealous. It's really. Cool. It's really cool. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Yeah. It's. Uh, it's funny. I get a lot of pictures from my buddies yeah. uh, with like them taking a picture at the slot machine, uh, and it's like that's just wild, right? That I'm like. It, it doesn't help that the scene that's played of me is is Lauren and I making out on a couch. That's not fun to be like gambling and losing money, and then you look up in the screen and it's like, oh, here's a double dagger. Other, but it is kind of fun. Other than it being awesome, what bugs you more about the slot machine? The fact that it's you and Lauren making out and you're no longer Lauren, or all the money we don't make from it. <laughs> yeah, the, the jackpot up above is like $2 million, and I'm like, like it's not mine. Like we don't get <laughs> We've made zero sense from it. Wait, Nick, what's your video? I don't. Is there a video? I didn't even know there was a video. It's just a pit. Yeah. It's inner. I, I don't I remember. I don't think I'm like smiling or something. I don't <laughs> or know. It's just looking hot. I have this image. I, don't, I honestly don't know. I do remember that it was you and Lauren because it yeah. was like there was a make out. It, it was like awkward. It's, it's like awkwardly like intense. And so like it's not fun to watch. Um, well, yeah. I think it was like a limo entrance or something with oh, me. Okay. I was just like, yeah, you just know. looking good. All right. So for everybody out here, and then I'm going to stop talking because everyone wants to hear from you three. Uh, I was in a, a room the other day, and my, my buddy Brandon, who was 37, asked me what Nick start uses to keep looking so young because in his opinion, and Brandon's married, Nick is a hot guy. Nick, oh, for thank, everybody out there listening, coming from I know a man. Really big. That's what the is compliment. what is uh, what routine do you use? How do you keep yourself looking so good all the time? I mean, I gotta give mom and dad some props. I don't know. Yeah, if, your mom's hot. Like, for a couple of, like people who have, I mean, I know my mom birthed eleven children, but so and nice. she gets all the credit. But like trying to ra- like, even, that's a lot of stress, even for my dad. I don't know how they they still look relatively young, but. Uh, other than that, I just try to stay active. I mean, I, I, I'm unfortunately not in a relationship or married, and I don't have kids. And while I wish I, I had, I'm certainly like the level of stress I don't have from that maybe <laughs> helps. I, I also just honestly just try to, you know, stay active and 
have everything in moderation. Um, I don't have any. Unfortunately, I don't have any like you don't secret put any sauce cream on your face. What you don't put any cream on your face? Sometimes. Yeah. Oh, come on! You don't have a daily process for your face. I don't. Wow. wow. Jared, do you? No. I wish he did. I try to do it for she him. Tries he to get doesn't. Me into it. I mean, he doesn't need one. Yeah, not as of right now. I, I thought I you were doing the exfoliant. Like, I thought Ashley told us in the podcast that you started to do this scrub that was like scrubbing. She, oh, she gave me a scrub, so I did get my first facial. Oh, that's it. And I had then a, when I, had I left a, I had there. I a facial a couple weeks ago. They're fantastic, ho- aren't face they? Face house. But, so when I left, they gave me this scrub that I'm supposed to be using that I haven't used as of yet. And apparently, to Ashley, my black pores are coming back, and His she's really pores. nervous. His black heads, yeah. What is Ashley, it? how are my... How, it's how blackheads. Am I? Blackheads on my nose. Totally and apparently these blackheads make your nose bigger, which is why older men have like inflamed nose tips. No So way. she's very concerned about this. Well, uh, your ears and your nose, for those of you who don't know, are the only things on your face that continue to grow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything about the blackhead aspect of it, but I, I do know. How, how, Ashley, how, what's my blackhead situation? No, you're completely clear. God, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I do not have. No, I'm I, nervous. I, I don't. I you are? No, look at me. Do you have close. a routine, Ben? You look great. You no, I don't have a routine. I do use lotion. I'm often. so blown away by your lotion in your hair routine. Yeah, so this is a big deal. Lotion in your hair? You guys ever heard this? You didn't know this? Since I was in college, when I was in college one day, I remember this moment. I was going to play basketball, and my hair was long at times, so it was a little frizzy. So I put, I was uh, lotioning up my face. And I put, I just like, it got in my hair somehow. And I noticed that it was like the perfect texture. So I put a lotion in my hair, body lotion, just regular body lotion. And it worked. And then I sweated playing basketball and it didn't burn my eyes. And it didn't give me that sticky jelly filling. And so ever since then, I used what body were you lotion. Using before that? Like a gel. gel. Like a gel. Like a. Or like, like in high school when you. Yeah, it's terrible. Like you well, I have curly hair, so I am forced to use a pomade. Oh. So well, no. So I use body lotion. I always have. And so for me, body lotion is my routine. I put it in my hair every day. It works great. You have another one. Now you brush your eyelashes and your eyebrows. I do. I brush you my brush eyelashes. With a eyelash. spoolie. With a spoolie, yeah. What's that? What's a spoolie? Like it's a little eyelash like thing. Like a mascara wand. I do, yeah. Do I, should I do that? Yeah, it's worth it. No. It feels good and it stretches them out. It's nice. <laughs> what's my eyebrow Somebody, did you situation? brush my eyebrows? I it like does to feel incredible. I, I love that. to touch his face. I touch his eyelashes all the time. That would like, drive me crazy. I think that they need to have an eyelash strip called the Jared because it's just the perfect fanned out eyelash. Yeah. I'm sure you do it'll have fly off shelves. Jared. Yeah. yeah. Huh? You have beautiful eyes. Oh, guys, stop that. Yeah, Jared, you're beef man. You guys are like, oh. One thing that has never been brought up, and Ashley, you know I've never talked about it. Um, Jared, when we were on The Bachelorette together, Jared was one person that I connected with probably the most out of anybody else, other than, you know, maybe Sean Booth. I'm and, like and right here. Yeah, I know. Well, right there. You and I didn't Not really. On the Bachelorette. <laughs> afterwards. No, our time on The Bachelorette was short because you were week five, and then you kind of went. We went in isolation only a week couple four. weeks after. Yeah. yeah. Week no, I'm kidding. Yeah. No. Um, Go ahead. But, but. Jared, you and I did. I just fell in love with you as a man. You're just a good dude. Like you're a solid uh, human being. We knew it. And then Ashley gets with you, and, and you know we're, we're co-host. And so there's always this like love for you and and love. That I think what we had for each other. Oh yeah. Um, you you know what you know what I I, lo- I love the most about you on the Bachelorette is all these compliments. I looked around. This isn't a, a diss to you. I felt like there was like two people in the room that were like, we don't belong here, and that was you and I. Oh, totally. I vividly remember sitting on, you were sitting on the couch, and I was sitting next to you. And I remember we were looking at each other, and it was the second night, because we had two first nights. And then I, we were like, what the hell are we doing here? Because I think it was when like McDill was jumping in the pool, and that yeah. whole thing was going down. 
and it was like, man, this is just out of the ordinary. But yeah, That's Ben, crazy I you guys had two first nights. I know we filmed because it was just yeah, so yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I also remember one Wait, of my. You may want to clarify. So on our night one of the Bachelorette, we, it was we had two Bachelorettes. We had Britt and Caitlin, and because there were so many people trying to meet with them, usually they only film one night. And then you go into a cocktail party and six or seven guys go home. But because there were so many people and two bachelorettes, they actually had two nights. So we filmed one night, went back to the hotel. Then the next night, put exactly what we had on and went and filmed the rest of the part and the rose ceremony and all that good stuff. Even though you guys saw it as one night on TV. Exactly. I just, I just skipped that part. Yeah. Uh, and Nick just skipped. Nick he was came like, in late. Dude, he was like Brett Favre there. He's like, you know what? I'm skipping training camp. I'm it's just like, going they, right to the regular done season. Are they on Bell. dates? All right. I'm ready to come. <laughs> um, and then, but what I remember most is actually at the Mentel All. Uh, ben, I sat next to you at the Mentel All. And then we left. And I went back to Rhode Island and you texted me and you were like, hey, man, I just want to let you know that I was super nervous going into the mental health, felt really just weird. And he was like, but sitting next to you really calmed me down because we started talking and then we just started making fun of ourselves. And then we're like, oh, OK, never mind. This is fine. It's all well yeah. and good. Um, and that was one of my favorite things, like favorite moments between the two of us. I never told you because it was such a small moment, but just it was really nice of you to text me saying, hey. You settled me down. Dude, you did. And that was, that was well, really cool. because you sit in this freaking house, and you get guys like Nick, and you get guys yeah, like this Dean, and Blake, and Sean Booth, and all these... So I'll never forget when Sean Booth walked in. Dude, and you were like... I was like, like I'm... Yeah, you're like I'm. This is stupid. Done. Done. Ryan, yeah, Ryan Gosling's walking through yeah, the door. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Oh, here we go. Nick. I mean, he's a good-looking guy, but you guys are both beautiful. I don't. No, understand. no, no. We knew at the time we were at, we were you're out of our done. league. Done. You guys know that technically you're like better looking than Sean. Sean just has the swag. Is yeah, the swag? But he's got a certain vibe around him. Same thing with Nick. Honestly, Nick, you have a certain swag and vibe around you. Yeah. That's like, oh, I just... I, That's so I funny have, to hear you guys say that because you guys are beautiful men. Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> but it's true. But it's intimidating because I remember looking at Jared on the couch. There was this moment where Ryan uh, McDill, the guy that left on night one who jumped in the pool, put me in a headlock and gave me a noogie. <laughs> and I popped out a noogie and I was like, yeah, perfect example. It's like, I don't belong here. He yeah. would never do that to Sean. No, Sean never would never be put in a headlock. Nick Vile would never be put in a headlock. Jared that's and I so definitely bizarre. be putting headlocks. headlocks. Yeah. Oh, that's so, that's so I got bizarre. a swirly by McDill later that night. <laughs> yeah. You have one sister. I do. You're an only child. Okay. Uh, only child. I have yeah. one older sister. Yeah. No Constance there. Uh, I don't know. That's so bizarre to hear you guys say that. It, it's I, true, though. We, we connected on that level. And I also think it's what made this whole experience for me. You guys so, were both younger, I suppose. Yeah, 25. Twenty. So I was 26. I was 25. Oh, okay. and you were 26. We were the youngest in the house. Yeah. I mean, you came in with a Superman shirt. Love man. Love man. I'll never forget that moment when I realized that I was going to be doing this. I almost threw up in the limo because I was so nervous. I was like, I'm going to walk up to Caitlin and Britt and open up my shirt to this love man skit that I got going on. I'm going home. I'm going home. Great. Hey, and also, I forgot to tell you this. You were the one that kissed the Blarney Stone in uh, Ireland, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, what you put on it? Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> yeah. that was coming. A lot of people pee on that stone. I, oh, the locals when we went up there, they're like, "By the way, just laying a lot of people pee on the stone." I'm and like, you thank you so it. much. Yeah, oh, yeah kiss it. <laughs> oh, we get not gonna kiss it. Urine is completely healthy. And, I mean, and listen, when sanitary. you think about it, like imagine like I bite my nails, and you're in Vegas, and the things we touch, God only knows what. You're fine. We're fine, yeah. I think we're... I'm not You're a still here, call. you know? We're still here. We're not dead, so... Well, we'll see what happens. Um, Nick and Jared, you're both fantastic. This is the best group. We've been out here. Ashley and I have been together out to iHeartFest now three years. Um, some years better than others. 
Uh, we've had some great times. I think every year is is great in its own way. This is by far. I mean this. The best group. I can't wait till I listen next year. And Ben's like, had. "This is the best group yeah. we've ever had." <laughs> no, no, no I mean there. it. Ashley and I. I okay, Yo, we, I agree with him. I could Jared give specific and I, you know, examples. We're a tired. We, we travel a lot, but I go, Jared. No, really, this weekend's actually really fun. It's it's really good, and uh, and so I'm we're excited. gonna have a blast. The the fun starts now. Um, it starts. It starts now. So we got to get out of here. Um, everybody out there listening, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, this is our celebration. This is a year and a half in. Ashley and Jared are smiling at me right now. Nick isn't smiling, but he, he still looks happy. Um, also, thank you to Blue Apron. Get your first three meals free at blueapron.com/slash/almostfamous. That's blueapron.com. Sleep Number. You'll find Sleep Number at one of their 550 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Visit sleepnumber.com backslash podcast to find the one nearest to you. And Movement. That's MVMT. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to movementmvmt.com slash almostfamous. ThreadUp. Head to threadup.com slash almostfamous. That's threadup.com slash almostfamous for an extra 30% off today ritual don't forget to sign up today at ritual.com backslash almost famous we need you healthy take your vitamins and finally fab fit fun use the coupon code almost famous for ten dollars off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com blake hortzman dean ungler nick vile and jared Best lineup Aben. of all time. Oh, we're killing it, Ashley. Where's Jason? I thought Jason was supposed to be here. His flight got delayed. Ashley, <laughs> hey, it's the off season. You and I are going to kill this off season, right? Well, we just killed the first episode of the off season. Yeah, so. Ben Bitches comes back next week. Um, we're going to start talking more about you and Jared and what your future plans are. We're going to have some amazing guests. Hey, listeners, welcome to the off season. This one is going to be one to remember. With that, I've been Ben. And I've been Ashley. Peace. And love. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.